morning, everyone out there. Thank you for listening to the Ashley's Fitness Party Podcast Show via the Old Fashioned Health Network. So I hope everyone is doing well today and that we are healthy and that we are ready to continue to move forward into this new year. Um, Today we have a special guest with us. Her name is Myra Capri Herring. And Myra is the founder and CEO of Capri Brand. Capri Brand is the premier personal brand and coaching practice for ambitious women that provides coaching, speaking, and training services to help women show up fully in their personal power. And these women are out here leading things and organizing and being very ambitious and showing empathy in the community. Um, So that is Capri Brand, and this is Myra Herring. Yay. All right. So um, (laughs) welcome, Myra. Hi, Ashley. Thanks for having me on the show today. Thank you for coming on the show, taking time out of your day to show up and show out uh, for Friday, February the 5th. Um, Today, we are going to be talking about self-love. That is our topic. Here on the Ashley's Fitness Party Show, we talk about light, trendy topics, but we keep it informational while we're keeping it fun. So uh, how are you doing today? I am great. I am great. It's Friday. Yeah. You know, black History Month. So yes. um, all black things. And Yay. you know, it's it's the month of love. It's February. So exactly. kinda, you know, celebrate Valentine's Day real soon. Yep. Two wonderful things to celebrate. Black History Month and Valentine's Day, the day of love. So with that being said, we're just going to segue right into our topic, into talking to Myra about Capri brand and self-love. So Myra, tell me what motivated or inspired you to get into the field of self-makeovers and life coaching? Um, sure. So it's always been an area of passion for me, even just in my own personal life, just making sure that I'm continuing to grow and develop and invest in myself. And uh, I started with makeup, actually. I launched a makeup practice yeah. sometime in early 2013. And as I was working with women, I realized that a lot of women talk down about themselves. Mm. They really weren't feeling confident in how they looked, even if they were the most beautiful person in the world, they weren't confident. They didn't hold that confidence within them. And so I found myself having conversations over and over again when women were in my chair about how beautiful they were and how they should show that and they should walk in that strength and that power. And it really helped me understand and realize that there was something else going on on the inside where even if you have things going on on the outside, yeah. you know, your physical appearance may look a certain way. If it's not working on the inside, if you don't believe it, yeah. then it, it's, it doesn't have value. Right. You have to actually believe it and really understand and own and appreciate your value and your beauty. The power of belief is a very powerful thing. And um, you're right. It starts on the inside. But sometimes you do need someone in your life to spark that to inspire that belief system. Um, You know, I feel like belief systems start at a young age. Um, Mm -hmm. If we're not taught to believe in ourselves and to believe in the power of believing in ourselves and what that can actually do for ourselves, 
then um, we get to adulthood and we are a mess. Um, Mm -hmm. You can be, like you said, totally beautiful out on the outside or or even doing wonderful things um, in the community and still not feel um, powerful or full. Um, So, yeah, that's really sad that a lot of women, you know, that you notice that a lot of women were feeling that way. But it's, it's very inspiring and powerful. And I don't I don't believe anything happens by mistake. I believe it was supposed to start off with the makeovers, people being in your chair and you hearing it over and over again. So you could understand what your next step was going to be in life. So I think that's very powerful. So what do you what is self-love to you and how do you feel about I guess African-Americans in general, since we're in Black History Month, I like to talk about, do you feel like African-Americans struggle more than other races with self-love? And if so, why? Um, I I do. And and I work with Black women. um, And I see it and I hear it a lot more often. I feel like it has a lot to do with our history. I mean, let's be honest. You know, the the reason we have a Black History Month is because um, we weren't afforded certain things. And in our history, you know, slavery and, you know, we could go all the way back. Yeah. Um, but if you think of the impact of that, that, you know, constant um, belittling mm-hmm. and um, oppression to our people and what that does to your psyche yeah. and generations to come, what that does to their psyche, we have a, a lot of of re, you know, um, investing in ourselves, yeah. um, unlearning and relearning things that, that we learned that weren't correct. And yeah. so I think what's happening is we're going from this mindset of just surviving. Like we spend most of our time really just making sure that yes. we were okay, that we could survive that we could provide and have those basic things that we weren't afforded. Right. And so now it's a shift from surviving to what I think of as thriving. And yes. so self-love is really a place of thriving. Once you have those basic needs met, yes. um, you can then get to the thriving, the place of thriving. And we have to heal first. And yes. so I think once we're healed and we're still healing that's a journey yeah as we're healing we can then start to think about well now how do I invest in myself and love myself and have more to give to others yes okay wonderful and you made a really uh important point that I like which is which is when you said we are going from surviving to thriving right so there Mm -hmm. has to be a gap in between surviving and thriving and you feel like that gap is self-love Cause you can't just jump from surviving to thriving, right? You have, there yep. has to be something to the bridge is what I'm yeah, trying to say that crosses over. Absolutely. Absolutely. I definitely do think it's a bridge. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, if you're investing in yourself, you have something to give, you cannot give from an empty cup. So yeah. it is critical that you're investing in yourself yeah, in yeah, that yeah. self love and self love to me is self care, taking care of yourself, yes. making sure that you're a priority, making sure that you invest in the things that build you up and make you feel good about yourself. So if yes. you don't have those things that you're investing in, what do you have to give? You, right. you, you're empty. Exactly. And you, like you said, you can't pour from an empty cup. And I just love uh, that you said that because investing is a key word because when you think of investing, you are putting value into something that you know that you need to pull from later. So, all right. Awesome. So tell me Myra, with all of that being said, what is your, what are your methods? 
how do you approach your clients in dealing in self-love? Yes. Yeah, so um, I launched my coaching practice last year, which I'm really excited Yay, about. Congratulations. Thank you. So and um, yes, I appreciate that. A large part of that is um, really reminding women things that I know that they already possess. Sometimes, yeah. like you said, it's a spark. It is, you know, a nudge. Um, and so I have the privilege mm-hmm. of reminding women of these areas of self-love in their lives. Um, and so there's four areas that I like to focus on. Would you like me to jump into the four areas? Oh, yeah, please do. I'm excited okay. to hear. <laughs> Absolutely. So the four areas of self-love um, and self-care um, are psychological. Okay. Um, they're physical. Okay. Spiritual. Got it. And emotional. Okay. I didn't want to forget that last one. Okay. Um, tell us what all four of those mean to you. Absolutely. So psychological, that's your mental space. Um, and I like to think I operate in this space in my coaching practice. And then I also operate in this space because I invest in it in myself. I do go to counseling, you know, Good. way back when in the past, that was kind of a taboo term for people of color. Right. Um, and now I think more people are welcoming that. It does not mean that you have some major psychological issue if you right. go to counseling. It's just maintenance, right? It's we go get our hair done and our nails done. That's our physical and, maintenance. We go to yeah. church. That's our spiritual maintenance. But we are not really doing any mental maintenance. So I think that that is an amazing idea to even volunteer volunteer yourself for mental maintenance. And and I and I really do feel like you're a trendsetter in the African American community. Um you might be one of of other people, but I think like you said it's not this is this is something new. This is a, a new thing for us. So congratulations on taking that step, you know, forward and setting a setting a trend, a, a positive trend. Yeah. Thank you for that. Thank yeah. you for that. And I've seen that more people are welcoming that um, and open to that, especially during this pandemic. I mean, you know, if if one thing is for sure that we've all had, you know, some type of grief we've dealt with, or, or it's really, it feels like trauma that we've dealt with in dealing with this pandemic and mm. all that introduced in our lives. Yes. And there's such a great need for us to make sure that we're investing in our mental wellness. So that's psychological. It's your mental wellness. And you can do this in many ways through counseling, through meditating. It doesn't even cost. If you can't afford a counselor, then find a way to meditate, find a way to um, calm and quiet yourself, do what you have to do, but make sure you're investing in your mind and in your emotions. Yes. Your emotions really drive. I don't think people connect these dots, but your emotions really drive what you do. Like you might make a to-do list and you know, you have all of these great ideas and thoughts, but if you don't have the high vibrations and emotion and the energy yes. and motivation to do the work, yeah. You won't get these things done. You exactly. actually have to operate from a place of fullness when it comes to your emotional wellness, yes. which drives what you do and what you're actually able to accomplish. Wow. That's very interesting. But you're right because, mm-hmm. um, you know, depression is real and a lot of people have started to come out of the closet, uh, especially a lot of African-American women like Taraji P. Henson and mm. a couple of more that I can't think of right now, but um yeah. 
they're talking about uh, e- emotional fractures and issues like that, mm-hmm. like depression, just for one, um, can keep you from accomplishing a lot of things because you're not, like you said, feeling that fullness. You're not feeling mm-hmm. motivated. And you're right. That stems from um, mental and emotional issues that have to be, uh, yeah. what's the word? They, they, healed. they have to be dealt with. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Healed. Yes. Yeah, healed. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and the good news is you don't have to identify with that forever. You don't have to wear the identity of I am depressed. I have anxiety and depression. Yeah. It, it's something you can heal from. That's the great news. And I think the yeah. first step is actually acknowledging like, you know, kudos to Taraji P. Henson for saying this is something I deal with. Yeah. Cause that's, Address it. Yeah, acknowledge it. There's to get out there. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So the good news is you can be healed. Yay. Um, Yeah. You are married, Myra. And Mm -hmm. so in being married, there comes a time where you things get so blended and so merged together that um, that sometimes people find themselves losing themselves, right? And you, and especially if you're a lover, if you're a giver, you can yeah. give so much of yourself at, that you're, um, to your partner or even to your kids that your, um, self starts to take a backseat. Right. Mm-hmm. And that helps, that happens in a lot of relationships and a lot of marriages. How do you as a married woman find yourself, I guess, compartmentalizing so that you can, give yourself an adequate amount of self-love and attention so that you are um, full so that you can keep giving love, you know, how how do you deal with that? I make it a priority. It's, it's, (laughs) it's really that. Yeah. I make it a priority. I mean, there's some things that I do and I've had to learn to do this. Let's be honest. You know, um, I've been married two and a half years. Um, and so with my husband, it is just very clear that there are some things that are priority to me. Yeah. I have in my budget that there are, you know, hair appointments, <laughs> lash, makeup, you know, yes. clothes, like those are things that are important to me. That's a part of self-care. It's not selfish. It's a part of self-care. We'll right. talk about it a little bit when we talk about physical self-care. Okay. Um, and my husband knows that. And so that's something that's special to me. I, I hold that sacred. I also say no to things. Like I have to learn to say no, because as you mentioned, if you're a giver and I, I see myself that way, mm-hmm. you give and give. If someone asks you all the time, you know, you're saying yes to things that maybe you should say no, no to, to, or yeah. maybe you should at least pause and say, maybe like it, should, <laughs> it shouldn't always immediately be yes. Yeah. So be able to say no to things. And then including my husband in my self-care. So, you know, I, I, mm. I include, I have barriers and I have things that are just for me and, right. and I, you know, I hold it sacred. I prioritize it and I communicate it and let my husband know. So he's not in the dark. Right. Also include and involve him in some of my self-care so that, you know, I don't have to necessarily always compartmentalize, right. but share in that with me and we can grow in that together so that might be going on walks together okay going to get massages together um and things oh, like that so, okay yeah there's, there's a, a give and take a balance 
Okay, I like that. I like how you said you don't have to compartmentalize because you're right. You can find a balance where there are times you're just going to be on your own doing things that you need to pull away and do things. And then there's going to be times where you're still caring for yourself and doing self-care, but you're bringing him in on it. And uh, that way he really can appreciate why you do the things that you do, um, why you consider those self-care uh, methods and why you do them. And I think that's very important because, um, you know, once you start doing too much on your own and separating yourself, this is my stuff, this is your stuff, you know, that, that kind of, um, causes division. Yeah. yeah, causes division. Yeah. And, um, and also you might be teaching him how to have self-love, how to have Absolutely. self-care. You might be helping and I'm sure he has his own ways and maybe he's helping you as well. So that's, that's a really good way to, um, approach it. Now I did jump the gun. Let let's let's toggle back a little bit. We talked about um psychological um okay. self love. You got three other topics. We're gonna cover those and then um and then we'll just move on from there. So tell me next up is physical, right? Yeah. So okay. physical self love is taking care of your body. This mm-hmm. is diet, this is exercise, mm-hmm. and this is your parents, your image. Um, you know, I mentioned earlier that you want to take care of your hair as, as women, yes. you know, and it's not, you know, just for women, for men as well, but women is the op- the area I operate in, the space I, I know well. Right, right. Um, but you want to take care of how you look, your appearance and how you show up. Mm-hmm. Your diet, your exercise, all of that, again, it drives how you feel and how you feel drives what you do. Yes. And so you want to feel good about yourself. You want to feel good and have energy. Yes. And so self-love, a part of self-love is putting the right things in your body, learning your body, learning you know, what foods are good for you. It may not be the same for everyone. Exercising, learning what routines and things work for you. If you are not a morning person, don't, you know, plan to be going to the gym because <laughs> maybe you won't do that. Yes. And if it discourage you, do what actually works for you. Make yeah. sure it's realistic. That's so funny and that you say commit. that. Yes, and commit. That's perfect. And I love that you said that if you're not a morning person, Keep it realistic because then you're going to feel down on yourself. Well, I didn't do my morning routine and I didn't go running this morning. When all you really have to do is just make a small adjustment. (laughs) And then you can get it done, like you said, because I feel like when you don't, when you make up your mind about something and you don't follow through, it Mm -hmm. does something to you mentally when you don't complete something, right? And I don't know what, I don't know how to describe what it does to you, but I think it really, really takes a toll on your self-esteem when you start out to do something and you don't finish to the end. So, right, create choices that you can actually commit to on a realistic basis and you can get them done. Then you're going to feel a lot more better about yourself. So physical. So we got psychological, we got physical. What's the next one? So spiritual is the next one. So another, the third area of self-love is spiritual. And this is different for, for everyone. Again, you know, for me, it is my relationship with the Lord. It is, and you may call God something different, you know, the Holy Spirit, God, Elohim, you know, Allah, what, whatever, you know, your higher power, your spiritual connection is. Yes. That is something you, again, have to invest in to, to continue to love on yourself. Right. So I find spiritual connection in nature. Um, 
It's not always, you know, going into a church building, a brick and mortar. It could be walking outside and hearing the wind blow through the trees, Uh the leaves. uh And I am feeling that, you know, there is a higher power. I'm feeling closer to God. Um, Having my feet grounded in the earth, actually feeling the earth in my toes. I'm feeling closer to God. Um, You know, wind on my face, like all of these things. Connecting to nature for me is my way of additional self-love in the space, in the spiritual space. Um, So it's different ways that you can, you can connect and and find self-love in the spiritual realm. And sometimes it could be yoga. Um, Mm -hmm. I practice yoga, the the music, music even um, is very spiritual. It's a universal language. All of these things help you invest and find self-love in in the spiritual realm. Yes. And I love that, um, that you said about grounding your feet in the earth. I love everything that you just said, but the thing that it triggered a thought in my head, I heard some years ago that we as people don't ever actually touch the ground anymore. Our ancestors, the Native Americans, uh, they touching the ground and being a part of the earth was a big deal for them because like you said, it has spiritual connectivity, you know, um, God created all things. And so the spirit Mm -hmm. is in the earth and, and is in mother nature as well. But the quote that I heard was that we get dressed, put on our shoes, walk to our car, drive to work, get back in our car, drive back home, walk back into your house and your feet never touch the ground. And when do you ever really walk outside and let your feet touch the earth? And so Mm -hmm. we are depriving ourselves of the, that connection, which is important. So I just wanted to say that because that That stood out to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We came from nature. So, So can you imagine not connecting to your source, like a baby being born and not, having any connection with its mother from yes. the time it's separated from the body. Can you imagine? No. Like if you're not connected to source, yes. you are feeling some type of, you know, you're deprived. Yes. It, it is. Yes. And, and you're and feeling another life. Exactly. And nature is a living thing. Trees are living. Plants mm-hmm. are living. We are living. We're all living here yeah. together on this earth. So I, I think yeah. that's a very important point. Okay. And then lastly is... What is the last emotional? Emotional. Okay. So tell me about emotional. Yes. The fourth area of self-love is emotional. This is your heart. This is um, how you guard or don't guard your heart, your relationships with others. Um, This is forgiveness. This is um, being open. This is healing those broken things. If, if, if someone has hurt you, this is all of the heart area. This is the space where you may hold things in. Um, a way of self-love could just be forgiving. A, a way to self-love could be, um, you know, taking a, a, a risk in a relationship, like getting to know someone. Mm-hmm. Um, self-love can also be not getting to know someone, protecting yourself. (laughs) Running. (laughs) They may not be healthy for you. Um, Definitely relationships that no longer serve you, putting up those boundaries, Mm self-love, again, saying no to things, guarding your heart, protecting your heart, Mm -hmm. but also opening your heart. So there's balance in that too. Um, And self-love and knowing how to balance your heart space. So emotional is all about your heart space, Mm -hmm. how you, connect your relationships with other people mm-hmm. or guarding your heart as necessary. Oh, I love that. And so there mm-hmm. are risks 
in taking love, like you said, I'm sorry, not in taking love, in um, in uh, experiencing love is the yeah. word I was looking for. Mm-hmm. There are risks in experiencing love. Like you said, there's going to be some situations are going to turn out really great and some won't. But if yeah. you close down your heart completely, you're actually shutting out the good and the bad. So yeah. there's no way to actually shut down completely. So I think mm-hmm. when you take all four of those things that you just described, the psychological, the physical, the spiritual, the emotional, it may, it, if all of those are in balance, it makes you self-aware, right? And I feel like if you are fully self-aware, you can feel yourself through situations. You might have entered a bad situation, but you can get out quickly because your spirit, your mind, your heart is going to tell you this is bad, right? But at least you took a chance. But like you said, you you have to take the good with the bad, but you don't have to stay in the bad. And yeah. so um, I think there are risks in being loved. There's are there are risks in um, in um, getting married and being in relationships. Um, and um, I just feel just to sum up everything, you know, uh, self love is all about being okay with love. Mm-hmm. Understanding what love is, and then you can apply that love to yourself. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah. I, I, um, this is somewhat related, but I just recently read a quote, and it said, um, "The more you learn about yourself, the more you forgive yourself." And I know it's a little tangential, but if you think about how you just said um, self awareness, like the more you learn. And love, I'll even alter it a bit. The more you love and learn to love yourself, the more you forgive yourself because you are appreciating who you are. That's yeah. that's the love. So it, the, the idea or concept behind that is the more that you love yourself, the more that you love yourself. <laughs> right. That's okay. It. It's the action that yeah. turns into a domino effect. Yes. Wow. Yep. So I love all of that, Myra. So tell me, what what is your final thought? What do you want to leave with the listeners? What do you want them to walk away with? I would say you need to practice self-love every single day. I've given you four areas. These are, you know, categories, your um, spiritual, physical, your emotional, and your mental Those are areas, but you can find things in those areas that you can practice every single day, even if you don't do all of the things every day, because that's not possible. Um, Do something every day, you know, find something every day to to show yourself self-love because it will continue to build you up. Again, you can't give from an empty cup. So you want to make sure that you have those things that you've invested so that you can give to others. I always say it's not selfish because when you are full, others benefit. When you have yes. nothing to give, they don't benefit. So it's a gift. To it that. is a gift to yourself yes. and others yes. to love you. Yes. And you're not even trying that hard when you're full. It just pours out. It's Absolutely. like a over, your cup is so full, it just overflows, you know. It overflows. that saucer yeah. and the people are the saucer. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're just yeah. getting that they're, overflow. They're, getting the benefit. Yes, yes. I love that. Well, wonderful. That was so great, Myra. Thank you so much for all of your thoughts, your advice, 
all of the love that you've given to the people that are watching and listening. Thank you for talking to us about self-love. It's an important topic that needs to be talked about more and more. Um, We're excited that Valentine's Day is coming. Hopefully people will take this message and apply it to themselves. You know, um, while we're celebrating Black History Month, they're celebrating their heritage, their culture. They're celebrating loving themselves as Black people taking off all the stigmas and all of the things that have been thrown at us and said about us and gossiped about us and uh, all of that. That's not who we are. And so in speaking of self-love and wrapping up this self-love portion, you know, I encourage everyone who's listening, uh, you know, it's Black History Month, so I'm speaking to, you know, uh, my my fellow African-Americans and everybody out there as well. But love yourself. Right. Because self-love starts from the inside because God is on the inside. The spirit's on the inside. And we cannot look to the world for affirmation of loving ourselves. The world is going to say every other thing that you can think of besides Mm -hmm. love yourself, magazines, media, whatever. There's a million things out there to make you hate yourself. But if you take up um, if you if you make a decision and stand your ground to love yourself and like you said, what did you say, Myra? Love yourself. The more you love, love yourself. yourself, the more you love yourself. The more you love yourself, the more you love yourself. Yes, and we'll end it on that note. <laughs> That's it. The more you love yourself, the more you love yourself. So, Myra, tell everyone how they can find you um, before we wrap up. How can they contact you, or where can they find you? So, I am at Capri Brand. That's C A P R I Brand B R A N D on all of the social media channels: Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, it's Capri Brand. I, my website is www.caprebrand.com, and my email is Myra M Y R A at caprebrand.com. So, you can find me at Capri Brand. Wonderful. Well, that is Myra Herring, Myra Capri Herring. At Capri Brand, make sure you reach out, visit her website, CapriBrand.com, see what she's up to, what she's uh, getting into. Uh, she has events coming up, uh, women's conferences coming up. Please check that out and do this for yourself. Do this for yourself, love, right? Okay, and that is it today for the Ashley's Fitness Party Podcast Show. Thanks again, Myra, for your time. Uh, we're going to wrap it up here. Uh, you can find me at www.ashleysfitnessparty.com and at ashleysfitnessparty.com on Instagram and Facebook. Have a wonderful, blessed, productive day, and enjoy your Friday. Thank you. Thanks for having Bye. me. Thanks, Myra. Bye-bye. Bye.